0: This podcast is in loving memory of Daryl Clark, a great friend and a member of the Mentor community. Rest in peace, brother.
1: I'm Steve Smith and I'm a co-founder and CEO of Mentor. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Baxi, who have partnered with us to tackle the stigma around men's mental health. Baxi is proud to have manufactured in the UK for over 150 years. Their high-efficiency boilers come with industry-leading warranties, straightforward to install, maintain and of course use, and it's all backed up by Baxi customer support and obviously genuine parts. Baxi also offer installers well-respected product training, award-winning loyalty scheme And not only are they committed to men's mental health, they're committed to making life with Baxi as easy as possible. Sit back and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone, this is the We Are Men Talk podcast, Saying a little bit different today. I'm joined by Head of Content, Stephen Blair. How are you doing, Blair?
0: I'm all right, Mr. Smith, how are you?
1: Yeah, not too bad, thank you, mate. So saying a bit different for us today, it's just me and you on the podcast, so we thought we'd just give everyone a... A quick update there I'll say the quick update word, but um so first and foremost, mate, how have you been? What's been happening with you and what's going
0: on? Um same as normal really. <laughs> <laughs> what working uh, seven days a week? Work. How's I'm work? Working. Um I took up mountain biking mid pandemic. Yeah. So I've been trying to get out of my bike as much as I can. Um get a bit of exercise. Um, We've also got a group of lads that regularly meet over Mechanic Chase now, or Mentor community members, that ride together on a Sunday. Um, Some of them knew each other before Mentor, some of them have met for the first time through Mentor. But it's good to see the friendships they've built uh, with one another and how they support each other. Um, so that's the that's one positive um, consistent
1: lot as well isn't it
0: so like there's the same you and the
1: group like there's consistent every week but then we got yeah. that one didn't we at Canick Chase again and we had some members that travelled from far to uh, to join us as well didn't they
0: yeah we had Ben Yachty, come from uh, Hinkley Hinkley yeah you come down from Milton Keynes yeah. uh, who else who do we have yeah, There's like a few there was Scotty, off, is, uh, Scotty P, Birmingham, Smoothie's Mates to the sort of Birmingham.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a good day out with people turning up who'd never ridden bikes before, just decided they wanted to come out. Um it was it was a great day to be fair. We had some prizes to give away. Yeah. Um, thanks to our sponsor, Baxi Boilers. We got Baxi a Little post there for you, lads. <laughs>
1: um I'll tell you what, though, Blair, let me dive a quick, bit, quick for you, right? Because there was a comment that was made between, it was between me, you, and, and Lee. I think it was Lee that said it. If, if he, what my passion is running, though you would look at me at the minute and say, I doubt it. <laughs> but, like, I've run some very quick times. and That's my passion. And, and so he, I would have said
0: your passion was growing beards.
1: Yeah, that's a passion of mine, <laughs> it, it covers everything else. <laughs> and Lee wasn't sure about you, and he said the gym. And you, whether you know it or not, you've said it to me a couple of times now. You thought about it after. I said yeah. it obviously, it clearly bothered you. And then when you said about mountain biking, and then, and then you've obviously took it up. And up until, I could see the first time I come up there, you're like a, you're like a little kid in a sweet shop, as as they say. Do you know what I mean? And I think you've probably found your, your love and your passion. To be honest, it was my,
0: it was my passion when I was a kid. I, was, you know? I went everywhere by bike. Um, I got into the wrong things, took the wrong path for probably twenty years. Gave up mountain biking, sold everything I've got. Um, but being back out on the bike, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I've always been a gym head. I've always exercised, lifting really? weights, I love lifting weights. Are you sure? And a lot of people have looked at me and they were shocked when I said I was into mountain biking. As like, you don't look like a mountain biker but I love it and what I found with mountain biking, what I found with gym is if I'm not in the right frame of mind and I go into the gym, I find it hard to function Mm. um, and concentrate on lifting things because you have to concentrate for a specific time there and then. If you don't, you're not going to get a result from it. I generally have a disliking for people anyway, so I'll put my earphones on.
1: content for a uh, men's mental health Don't <laughs>
0: <organization. laughs> at least the wrong way. i weights from the gym. Um, well, that's generally just the way I am. I can just spend time with myself, and I'll be happy with that.
1: Yeah, you're comfortable in your own company, and there's times where you probably need your own time, as we all would, isn't it? But yeah.
0: you are a people person. I found um, going out on a mountain bike, I found it more therapeutic than going to the gym and I feel like um I feel like I've achieved something when I go out on that bike ride, I can start out in a bad mood, whatever's on my mind. I can just ride for a bit and then I'll feel a bit different towards the end of the ride and then when I get to the end of the ride it's like I've done a full journey then, which I had to see it through. I couldn't stop, I couldn't get off. And I've achieved something at the end of it. Um it's too
1: easy to walk out of a gym, I find.
0: I find if I that. I go there
1: and I'm not in a good mood and I can get on a treadmill or something. And then after five minutes, my head's just not in it and I'm like, fuck this. And I just turn yeah. it off and walk out. Like, yeah. Say on the bike, if I go out on the bike, once I get two miles from home, it's a ball leg to turn around. So I might as well just keep you going. You can't
0: just get off your bike, can you? you go, fuck yeah. this. I'm walking. Yeah. Then you're even more angry that you've got to walk back <laughs> and it's going to take even longer.
1: <laughs> exactly. I got 16 miles in on a bike uh, about a week or so ago and then I'm literally going up this hill and the, this little thing on the back of the bike snapped. I was really pissed off because I wanted to try and hit like 50 plus miles really, which is easy to do on a road bike. It's not so much on a mountain bike, I don't think. I've been really.
0: watching the Strava app. Yeah. I've been looking at people's times and stuff like that, which has give me Give me goals to set myself. Um, um,
1: you said you work isn't you're not competitive, Blair.
0: I am like, super I am super
1: competitive. <laughs> when first got the bike and we thinking, no, it's just you know, and then it's like, oh, I want to be the quickest down that fucking hill. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like when I was at the bottom of the hill timing everyone, it was like the eighteen. You no, know, the eighteen truck when yeah. it's like, or oh, night rider where it fucking jumps. Yeah. That, that was you that day.
0: I made it though. I made it down the hill, mate. You
1: did well. So your mountain biking's all good, and and how's work?
0: Um, if I'm honest with ya, works work. i have not really got my heart in it at the minute, so I'm not really, uh, not really into work at the minute. If I'm honest with you. why is that? Ben? It's where I've been ignoring the calls, ignoring the phones. I've not got back to people. Mm. Um i just started having panic attacks halfway through the pandemic really really bad anxiety um i was taken back a little bit because i think one of the things with mental health is certain things can come back to you at any point mm. and it's been probably 10 years since i've had a panic attack and. I found myself having them regularly, daily, thr- throughout the week, which kind of set me back a little bit. Um, really stressed me out, to be honest with you. Um, bothered me. My partner, Kez, was really supportive, which, which helped a lot. And then, sadly after that, my uh, best mate passed away. Um, What's just over four weeks now, yeah. which, to be honest, really, really knocked me about.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I know, I know it's not true, and I know members of the community know it's Nocturne.
0: Big time.
1: Yeah. I don't so, know. So it explains the work thing, doesn't it? That,
0: it's just you know, it's hard, work. it's, you know, I've always grafted, I've got to get this, I've got to do that, I've got to get this, and then something, what this happens, and, you completely really start reevaluating what's important in life and you know my mate was 44 um it's
1: fucking age, is
0: it? It's no age at all man just heart attack the blue took him leaving two kids behind 12 year old and i think mm. 21 i think he is maybe mm. um but he's still no age you know what i mean and then i looked at it thinking maybe I need to make some lifestyle changes, maybe I need to realise what's more important. Like Grim Reaper, just not fucking mess about.
1: Grim Reaper, does not shit, Blair, to be honest. I'd like
0: my kids to remember me for being the knob that I am. Agreed. And just having a laugh, you know what I mean? But yeah, it has really, really affected me, if I'm honest with you, big time. And now I didn't realise I would feel this way over a mate do you but it was more like I feel like I've lost like a family member like or that.
1: Yeah, but we had this conversation the other day uh, the other day, Blair, didn't we, about I think I went a bit too like the other side, you know, when you say you love someone and I feel like meaning partly as it's gone forward doesn't mean and for me it's the same as a mate. So when you say a mate, I don't think it is just something that's said lightly. So it is as good as a brother, isn't it? So I know you yeah. said, like thick as thieves, and you know some of the stories you've told me. You
0: know, I like, not to be proud of, but we've yeah, had that, that, it? that, that journey. You know, we've gone on we went on holiday together, we get to the gym together, we work together. We just got on well, man. We just connected. Yeah, um, but it's sad. It's made me sad. Not just me, my family. Yeah, we were all close with him. Yeah. So it's just hard when you're dealing with bereavement and you you're grieving for somebody, which you know, there's lots of members of the community in the same position as well. Yeah. Um, it's hard, you know. That's that was part of my. You know, first instance and problems with mental health mm. was the loss of my dad. You know what I mean? I'm 38 now. That was 28 years ago, and I still never really come to terms. They got over it or stop blaming myself for it. Yeah, so, you'll ever
1: stop blaming yourself, Blair. Say again. Think you'll ever stop blaming yourself?
0: No. I know, realistically. There was nothing I could have done.
1: No. You're a young boy, man.
0: But that doesn't make, you make, it, doesn't make it easy to swallow.
1: No, of course
0: not. Because I'm angry with myself and upset with myself that I didn't do anything.
1: Yeah. It's really, it's a hard one. Bereavement's really, really tough, innit? it?
0: But it's like, for that day I was that scared. It's kind of things in, later in life and that where you know I should walk away from things and that because there's a bit of fear there or whatever I've always thought no I can't bring myself to walk away now I have to see this through you know what I mean sometimes it's got me in trouble sometimes it's got me out of trouble but that's just it's just the way I am I think it's
1: just your makeup blair is it? it's what defi- It's what where <coughs> you're at this point and it things define you as a like you say many times though and you've evolved as a as a character, as a as a person.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You know. I think you've got a lot to be proud of, mate, and I know your mate would be proud of you, and I'm not trying to make you
0: well up here, so
1: no, I'm
0: not. No. There's things your end.
1: Yeah, to be honest, mate, I'm most of my time spent on Mentor, because you know. Um, we've been building it out together. Things are going we're trying, yeah, we're really trying. COVID's really proved quite a problem. Obviously, we're very lucky to be sponsored with Baxi I think for us to really, really push on and do what we want to do, I think we need we need further partners. But I think on on what we've got and what we do, I think we should be really proud of that. I think there's a long way to go. The community's growing, as you know, you deal with that most days. Yes. And,
0: Community is really strong. I've got a good community spirit. Yeah, Um, we've got some fantastic admins um, running the show. Really watching out for the group. We've got all events
1: coming up. I'm looking forward to the events, and I really want to like. I want to push them, especially the. uh, What did you say you were going to do? A 72 hour non-stop mountain bike raid on your own, wasn't
0: it? Don't pick it up that much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i'm thinking about well i'm i'm planning on just in the plans of uh, doing a 24 hour non-stop bike ride yeah uh, through canic chase to try and raise some funds for the mentor fight all the money we all the money we raise all the money we generate in any way shape or form is always put back into the community one way or another it was a strong agreement we came to at the start of mentor I think between me you and lee where we said we never wanted to take money from the community. Mm. Um, we always wanted to give money back to the community. and um, We're sticking to that. No matter how hard it is for us to raise funds, um, get partners or companies to believe in us and work with us, we're still set We will not take money back from that community. You know, mental health, many parts to mental health. One of them sometimes is financial problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, I've been there. It's a big thing for me. I would not want to be seen as taking money from the community. I want to be seen as putting money back into the community, helping these guys on their mental health journey. We've got a directory of professionals who work with us, which we've negotiated prices with them. They've kind of bent over backwards to give us their services and do everything they can to help mentor career and support the community members.
1: I think we need to take a bit of credit or pat on the back or what for that, really, because people do believe in us. I think COVID has a lot up, isn't it, for people in more ways than one, and I think that's not helped us. I think we're niche.
0: We've come to realise we're a niche. Yeah, that's taken us a long, a long time to realise it. To be honest with you, which is it's sad, really. Yeah, I don't think that anybody, any sex, race, or age bracket, should be a niche. We're yeah all, no, all, you know we're all equal we all have feelings we all have emotions and we all have problems totally agree with that can't
1: can't argue with any of that i think it will come for us blair i think it's going to be time i have wobbles on days as you know but um i think at the end of the day we believed in a vision and we've got this far and people do believe in us and we have got some good things coming up you know with like the ollie foundation as well me and you you know, about potentially doing some talks at university and stuff like that. So, you know, that's that's really exciting. We just need Yeah, there's a lot of positive
0: things. There's a lot of positive things, and we have got some good ideas, which we've. I've we've, got some good ideas, mate. Sorry. Yeah, just, I don't have any. i board. just steal them from Steve yeah. Smith. But we've got some good ideas, but we've, we've not put them on the table yet. They're just on the back burner, but they are good. Um, yeah. All I can say is watch this space. And keep waiting to see what we're going to do next. We're definitely a niche market, I've which is sad really, because I think we're like the forgotten people that nobody cares about sometimes. That's how it makes you feel. You know, yeah, we're alpha males, yeah, we fart, we pick our noses, we have bad habits, we're untidy, but we mean a lot. Yeah. If dad didn't provide for the family, I'm not saying mom doesn't provide for the family, but it's predominantly dad's. If dad didn't provide for the family, where would you be? If dad was upset and broken and couldn't work, where would you be? If every guy put his tools down for a day and stopped working, for one day, where would this country be? Would it run? No. But yet we feel like we've got so little rights sometimes and no little, there's little, very little support for us, which is... Which is why men talk here. Yeah, and grown very far. We want to change that. We want it so our men feel that like they've got something. There is a support network out there for us. There is a safe place for us to talk. There's events for us to meet up and build friendships and bonds with people we've never met before. Totally agree. And obviously, the community
1: means a lot to to us, doesn't it? I want to pick. I want to pick your brains. This is a conversation we've been having all week, and it'd be quite. Obviously, we put it out to our community, so it'd be interesting to put out to anyone that listens to the podcast. You look better in Or should I say the millions that listen to the podcast? That's it. <laughs> so we, me and you have been having a running conversation for a while. We implemented it for a short piece, and then we took it away because various reasons, if you like. And we've battled with ourselves. And it's for members of the community when we're we're worried about them struggling if maybe something gets said or or whatever else. When basically. we see a
0: so basically you're on about when we see a, a dark yeah, if post. We see
1: and a, post, a dark post. You know, we're not talking about any particular post. I'm just saying because we've had a we have a few obviously with the nature of the group
0: and what we do. If we see a if we see a post with intent or suspected intent to cause harm to themselves or mm-hmm. anybody else, basically. Yes and we
1: we developed a formula that if someone was struggling that we would you know fill this out if you like and then we would obviously contact the local local authorities to maybe help further if things go quiet and then we met a bit of resistance didn't we for a short while that we you know we perhaps probably shouldn't do that and other organizations don't do that and it's obviously not meant to really for us to call the services it may be not be welcomed but We took the decision recently, didn't we, to actually, we wanted to go forward with and do that.
0: Yeah. What's your thoughts on it, Blair? I think it's the right thing to do. Morally, 100%. Morally, yes. You've you've got to ask yourself so many questions here. Yeah. You know, we was concerned that by doing that, people would not see the group as a safe place to talk anymore. Yeah, that was a worry, wasn't it? Yeah. However, you know, there's lots of ways you can look at this. Look at it this way, for example. That you're not in the group but one of your kids are in the group yeah and they put something in there and nobody carried it through they just let it be what it was and then it ended in a tragedy somebody would need to be accountable for that yeah me personally i would feel accountable for it i feel like i have a moral responsibility and you know duty of care to actually make sure the community members are okay i
1: think naturally we would feel like that i think
0: anybody would naturally feel like that yeah it's
1: not something that i feel comfortable with just leaving you know we're not an intervention service it's quite clear we have a skill set we work with professionals we do signpost people but there is those times where we worry at the end of the day and it's what
0: we also have lots of keywords settle yeah in the community, so if we get a certain word such as suicide, harm, yeah. bullying, certain things like that, we will get a notification that will come through to myself, Steve Smith, and everybody else on the mental team as a collective. Then we generally act on it quite quick. Yeah, um, what
1: about um, lighthearted, our main man. Grayo Arnold, one of our admins, has set up TikTok this week. TikTok
0: sensation. Grayo, the TikTok Arnold.
1: He is without a doubt a TikTok sensation. And we just thought it would be just a little bit of fun, really. Everyone seems to be on this TikTok. So we thought, why not?
0: No, we looked at each other and was like, (laughs) who's going to do it? There's only one. Grayo.
1: Grayo was like,
0: honoured. Honoured we'd asked him.
1: Yeah, I, I thought to be honest, it was it'd be a little bit like uh, like that. But he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it.
0: No problem." Rubbing his hands together, and I've got so many ideas, lads.
1: Oh, bless him! So yeah, we've got a TikTok now, which is quite cool. And then uh, our podcast has been going really well, really well. The numbers are going up slowly but surely, and we've got the, we've had the privilege of interviewing some really like good people. Recently, yeah, uh, we've got nice, many more yeah. in the pipeline, which is cool. Sally gunnell was our last one, which was, um, which was an interesting podcast. But if I'm honest, mate, the majority of people, like you know, with like I say, we've had some really good, you know, Andy Jacobs, Sagas, and stuff like that. But everyone just goes on about Joe Egan and they always go back to that comment, you know, that one comment. And I, you know, like when we sat there, and I think you first said, I love that, we all laughed the same language, but that's yeah. all anyone mentions.
0: I love it. I know, To be fair,
1: yeah, they love that interview. Yeah, and we're well, happy about right, it turning
0: up like that. So it's a good sort. It's a good job other side of the screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he knew that, though, mate. To be he fair, did, he did look a bit worried when I put it on him, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I'll uh, I'll let him know. I'm due to call.
0: Good him. Job. If you're listening, mate, <laughs> turn up late next time. Me and you're gonna have a straightener. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: also we might as well mention Connor Daly's stepped up to the plate for us recently so we're thanking yeah. him as well so and it's something that like you know when we've created this and he's like people that just give up their time
0: yeah we to all freedom, had you, know? We you know we do this for love we don't make a, a profit we don't make a bean um, we literally just do this for love Um, Same with all the admins. They put their spare time into helping mentor run smoothly, monitoring the community group, making sure the community members are okay. And then beyond that, it's the community members that make mentor what it is, supporting one another, Uh, regular posting in the group, encouraging people to open up and and supporting each other. You know, it is a, a good, evolving, strong group.
1: Can't buy that, Blair. You know, I mean, many other groups, you can't fake that. You can't fake that, that, that real that It's name.
0: like the group pleases itself. Yeah. To be honest with you, I mean, lots and lots of groups. And if someone's derogative towards somebody else in there, it just seems to carry on and a few others will jump on it. Whereas it doesn't happen in mental. talk.
1: We've had a couple of dickheads, but they've been weeded out like pretty quick, to be fair, haven't they? Yeah,
0: or within minutes they've
1: gone. Yeah. yeah, ta-ta. But oh. um, you're right, it just polices itself and the and the way they actually support each other is something that I'm proper proud of that, to be fair.
0: Yeah. Um, oh. we've
1: got Ethan as well. Etan. Etan, as some would know him as.
0: <laughs> Ethan, Ethan Irving, another one of the admins. Um, top, top guy really knowledgeable as well very knowledgeable very knowledgeable I think the good thing about our admins and the team we've got even the admins who've been and gone yeah Um, obviously they've got um, commitments in their personal lives but every one of the admins we've had has been fantastic they've all brought something really to the table. they've all had their own different mental health journey they all understand you know they're all patient and don't think we could have asked for any more. No. All the guys.
1: No, I totally agree. I think we've been very lucky.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But we are growing. We are evolving. We just and, uh,
1: going, mate. The website's fully live. What do you think to the website?
0: Looks good, mate. Looks good. Nice, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Podcasts up on there. Uh, Men Talk Shop is literally about to drop and obviously we don't make no money from the from the clothing it's just brand awareness for us but five pounds from every purchase will go back into the pot to help the community which is that's cool yeah i really like that so those are the kind of things that we're trying to do mate we're trying to implement people can get hold of you in regards to some events that are going forward i've put my name in the hat for the 24-hour bike obviously yeah before Um, we
0: let you go, Blair. Where do you see men talk in five years? I would like to see men talk in five years up with people at MIND and the Samaritans. I'd like to see us recognised and making a difference, being a well-established mental health support network for men. That's what I'd like to see.
1: So on the 20th of August at half eight, you've heard it here, so five years from now, Blair, that's where we're going to be sitting.
0: Yeah, you read it from me first.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I did script you earlier but yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks
0: for the idea, Steve.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is just a short one, just to give you an update on what me and Blair and the team have been up to, and it's... um We hope that everyone's really like looking after themselves. And it's so important that you keep speaking. We're so like, we keep, we always bang on about this, but you've got to keep talking to one another. I mentioned to someone the other day, Blair, is, you know, when we sit and speak to each other, we we do it because obviously we're quite aware of it, but it's actually being in that moment, being like present with your mates and your family, whoever you're speaking to, like really showing interest in what that person's saying. You really don't probably appreciate how powerful that can be to someone and it's it's something you to keep pushing mate
0: you know we say we love our partners a lot we say we love our mums we say we love our kids but tell your mates what they really mean to them agreed you know like I said earlier in the podcast I lost my mate I was fortunate that we actually understood you know we actually really 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 cared for each other if you know what I mean if I was ever in trouble he'd be there you know, I remember him phoning me at the start of lockdown to tell me love me. So I can't wait to see you again at the end of this lockdown if we make it through. Unfortunately, he didn't make it. Mm. But you know, it's a long time gone. So, tell your mates what the thing you think of him and what they mean to him. And uh, I'd like to dedicate this podcast in memory of Daryl Clark.
1: Hundred percent,
0: my mate. Look after yourself, buddy. I miss you, mate.
1: Yeah, mate look after yourself everyone we'll be back soon with some more podcasts and uh, look after each other you're listening to the Men Talk podcast want to feature on a future show then get in touch with the team at info at